0: As the same, my name. First class fight to a lay as soon as I land bullet a paper plane. Soon touch back in the ends, 110 on the M, trying to take a chance
1: Big fat stack in my bag when I unzip that, finna make it rain. Call when we run down this rain? Right wrist and left wrist, that's rain. She said, Wagwan, what's going on? Why am I wet? Get yeah, less rain. Call when we run down this rain? Right wrist and left wrist, that's rain. She said, Wagwan, what's going on? Why am I wet? Get yeah, less rain. Yeah. Me and our kid doing that money gal yeah, on curry, neck McFlurry When you snap your seats, that's funny Jeans say, please be a bank, says bummy I was loony before I made tunes Now I'm AJ but my AP's Boggs Bunny Big boogers on my watch, that's runny No drip when I flip this man, hurry I got the galley of dreams on the knees In my inbox, tryna call AJ honey I go tape, make it rain or sunny I came from the dirt, so we keep shit muddy Arabic gal, big rocks is flooded See me, the Hibiptees, them love it All up on a pitch, tame, man shoving Look gloving, run jokes, get blooded These kicks my feet from Virgil No Van Dyke, I'm on slime like Keenan Bro, got the cannon, he'll bang it, no my o has been gap on the season so like, god let's get it spent my drip on the jo tech credi go smoke for the opp but they think that's dead it snake shows skin around me and get shredded i said say my name say first class right to a laos wow okay, sorry it's
2: all right then eh? <laughs> yeah yeah
3: definitely <laughs> um so welcome welcome to sideline talk uh, this is episode 6 hope you are all having a good week as you can see uh, by the pre up and obviously Luke in we've got Luke Norris with us um firstly Luke I just want to say thank you for coming on uh it's a big pleasure mate yeah yeah no no problem at all um some of them goals wow I was looking back and I I thought Jesus like it's incredible how like how far has come sort of thing I think in that first one but yeah we'll we'll go on to it how are you though mate you're okay yeah
2: really well really well doing as best I can and with everything going on so uh just trying to Hopefully, life back to normal soon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A couple more weeks, and it, it should be
3: there. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Um, so we'll get cracking. Obviously, off air, we've been we've been keeping you for some time. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so we'll um, we'll start at where it all uh, began, I guess, which is um, at a very young age, sort of age, which I um I, I've seen you mostly at school. Looking back then, actually, so it all started yeah. uh, in semi pro in the youth team at Hitchin. Um, yeah. You was there for two years, um, and then it didn't take you long at all. Clearly, to sign for Brentford, a League One club at the time. Uh, Firstly, tell us what that was like, going through that experience. Obviously, I mean, that's a massive move, and it it didn't take you long to get cracking to the professional part of things.
2: No, yeah, I was actually, I played for for Luton from, I think I was about eight to about 13, Mm -hmm. it was, and uh, I ended up getting released from there for for many reasons, um, then I sort of, the only football I played was really at school time, um, for the school team and I had a, almost a, bit, a year away from it. Um, so I was out the sort of that, that professional circle and I, I joined the Hitchin College scheme and, uh, sort of joined it the last year of school. Um, and then, yeah, it had a sort of a link with Brentford and it was, yeah, it happened quite quickly. I was only in the college for, about four or five months and then managed to get a trial and luckily done really well in the trial and sort of, yeah, had about a week down there and then signed, signed on like a YTS scholarship and I was sort of back in the circle then and then, and yeah, it really kicked on, which was nice.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we'll go on to like, who would have thought that I was I was at school with you, and this was all going to sort of kick off. It's actually madness uh, to think like you know when we was at prom and stuff that <laughs> here we are yeah, ten yeah. years later sort of thing. Um, but yeah, that was a scholarship of two years, like you said, and um, I mean, less than a year into it, I think it was, uh, you were put into the senior squad. Um, what, what sort yeah. of weight? Did, what sort of weight did you feel on your shoulders being asked upon it? Um, you must have only been about seventeen, eighteen, I imagine, because I think I think if I'm right, if I'm right, your birthday's around June.
2: Yeah, I was seventeen when I when I made my debut. Um, we played Southampton at home. Yeah, um, and they had like Ricky Lambert, Adam Lallana, Font the centre half. I think Chamberlain was in that team as well. Um, it seemed I think I only played about ten, fifteen minutes at the end, but. Yeah, it was it was crazy. It sort of I come on, and I've never felt a football pitch so big before. Just <laughs> felt like this is so fast, and this was crazy. Um, but yeah, it was nice, sort of uh, seventeen, making my debut against a team like that, which went on to get promoted that year. Southampton, though. I think they won three-one in the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, was- but no, it was my first taste of it, and it was it, it was great, great for me and the family.
3: That's incredible. Um, yeah, I was actually looking back and you came on for, I think you came on for Geoffrey Schlupp, who ended up being yeah. a uh, Premier League champion. I mean, that is just incredible. The fact that you, you yeah, saw... Yeah, he was,
2: he was actually like a, an out-and-out striker when he came to, to Brentford. He, <laughs> he, was a, he was rapid. He was a really good crowd. And now he's sort of a left-back in the Premier League. So, But now he had a good team back then. And there's some, some good players in that Brentford squad.
3: <laughs> incredible. Um, I don't know if there's anything you want to sort of touch on, Sam. you obviously I, I, I know a bit more about this, haven't sort of follow, followed Luke, but I bet you're probably sitting there thinking, oh, Jesus, like who is um,
0: this
2: guy?
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, not at all,
0: not at all. Of course you know who you are. It's more like it's it's more like fuck, don't fuck it up. But um, yeah. yeah. Nah, so, Luke, just touch on for people that wouldn't know for like so what in terms of when you get offered a scholarship at that age, what does that involve?
2: So I was um it involves training every day, so you'll be. My my schedule was: I'll train Monday, Tuesday, and then you'd go to a college scheme on the Wednesday full day, and i would mm. train Thursday morning, and then i would do college again Thursday afternoon, and you train Friday, um, and play Saturday. Um, this was obviously at Brentford, and I was still living in Stevenage at the time, so I was doing the the two hour commute on the train every morning. And we were obviously in at half eight, nine o'clock, so it got it got quite uh quite tough. I was doing I've done that for sort of four or five years in the end. So um yeah. but it's great, you have got like my my scholarship money It's a lot different nowadays. Um but I was on it's on fifty five pounds a week the scholarship was and it was, uh, it was great, it. like you thought, oh, yeah, you <laughs> luckily that was paid for. Um but you end up if you, you end up getting paid to play which is great. Um, if it is sort of, it's below minimum wage nowadays, but it's uh, it's great to, to to sort of start that off. And my my youth teams have quite a few people gone on to play, which is nice.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I I still just can't believe like at such a young age it was like Brentford. I mean, you look at them and look at them now as well. They're even bigger where they was at, at that time. But even that time, like you said, yeah. playing around the. I'd have definitely been sort of sitting there begging for a handshake at the end of the game, you know, like you said about R- Ricky Lambert, Adam Lallana. find it amazing. And that was just the start of what was meant to go on. Um, so obviously, you was at Brentford. you just played your first senior, senior game. What what was it sort of like after that? Was it sort of a case of just um, getting, sort of trying to find routine to, to get that game time again? Because you said you was only on for sort of 10, 15. I suppose from there yeah. on, it was just like proving yourself, I guess.
2: Yeah, it's tough. Um, I ended up the next year. Uh, oh, I think I played one more game. We played Sheffield Wednesday at home, I think it was. And then uh, that year, I actually had to have ankle surgery. I had a real bad um, sort of a lot of lot of ruptured ligaments and a broken leg. So it was uh, that sort of knocked a lot of things on the head for that. For that meanwhile, but lucky enough, I was. Um, I got offered a my first professional deal while I was injured from what I'd done previously, which was which is great that they showed that sort of faith in us. And mm. it was really nice. Um, so it's sort of back trying to get fit. And uh, I managed to do that. And yeah, I think I played in one game. I think that Sheffield went at home, I think it was, which I managed to play in. Um, but that was it, sort of two appearances in two years. Um, it, was, it was It was great for me having that injury sort of um then being able to come back and get fit and then start sort of like I so i could then be cast as a pro when i've come back which is which is a dream come true
3: yeah i bet that must have been like a bit of weight off your um a bit of relief the fact that i sort of they they um obviously saw some talent in you and even after some time injury you got that pro contract uh so it's obviously just a matter yeah. of getting back to fitness um if i'm if I'm correct, I think it was under some sort of like development scheme at the time, yeah. um, and then you sort of obviously you managed to actually score ten goals for them in that season, uh, being being their top scorer um, at the time, obviously for the development team. But it, once you were actually brought into the first team, you scored your first goal for the first team in your first start. I could be wrong. This is just looking back on games against Wimbledon. Yeah, um, yeah.
2: yeah, we yeah. actually. Um, my, I actually. I was, my first year as a pro, I actually didn't. I think that year I didn't play a single game. Mm-hmm. I was sort yeah. of I had a lot of more injury issues. Um, yeah. But I was lucky enough. I signed. It was a two-year deal. So yeah, it's sort of where it all kicked off was in my was in my second year. Um, when I played, I played a couple more. I think I played three games that season. We had uh, Uwe Rosler as manager. He he give it give me my first start, and it was like a. Johnson Paint Trophy game, it is. I know it gets called something different every season now. Um, but yeah, it was nice. Uh started. Yeah, I think we won five, five, three in the end. I think I had, I think I had two assists and a goal, which was, which was great. And, uh, Jake Reeves, who played that game as well, he was with my youth team midfielder and he, he was the one who set us up, which was, uh, which is sort of nice. And, uh, my dad was behind the goal as well, the goal I scored in. So, uh, so that was a good moment as well.
3: Mm, yeah, I, I think the goal was actually one of the ones we showed. Yeah, um, the first the, one. The first one. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just a, that that sort of age. Like you're still young at this point as well. That's just incredible. Yeah, I think,
2: yeah. yeah. I think I was either I was probably around twenty. I think nineteen twenty by then. Um, yeah. Which which was great. And then that year, um, that's when I went on to all my loan moves that year, and I had quite a quite a successful year that year. Yeah.
3: You um you went on to Boreham Wood, um I think was the was the first one, and yeah that would
2: have been the, the the year the year I didn't play any yeah yeah that would have been the season before so that was just at Boreham just
3: Wood. just going back to that what was it like uh, adapting to that new style of play and level with the game um because obviously it's a bit different uh, I wouldn't know <laughs> I wouldn't know but I can just only imagine that that the the conference and going from like obviously you you played a game or two for the senior team. And you've obviously adapted to that youth team. Then you got you go and play the sort of conference yeah. level. What was that like? And adapting to that uh, uh, the, the dressing room, should we say?
2: It's a lot more physical. It's a lot more direct. Um, the pitches aren't as good. Um, but but I was lucky in that team. Um, had some real good players in it, and that team was a real good side. And it was great for me. I learned a lot in sort of such a short time being there. Um, it sort of sort of tough and drop
3: a bit more, which is which is what you need at that age. Mm, definitely. Um, I mean, we'll go back to obviously where because you, you had the season out, but you had that sort of time at Bourne uh, Wood, Northampton. This is one I remember because I remember I was sort of uh, vaguely seeing, and I tell you what, you was actually you <laughs> was actually scoring quite a lot of the times. I saw you playing. I know you only had a short spell there but it seemed to be the sort of uh, peak that you needed after, the, obviously, the injuries that you'd had. You Yeah. Scored, we saw one of them uh, previously with a free kick. You managed to get five goals in six games. How did you adapt into that sort of life at uh, Northampton? Because, obviously, you're still you're still playing at a sort of League One, League Two level as well. Um, so yeah, just that, still... was
2: my, that was my first ever... sort. That was my first proper line move into, into the professional football. So, it was... Uh, like I've done the sort of conference south and that's the next step um AD Buford was a manager and he's obviously got a, a massive pedigree of, of he was uh he got Watford promoted to the championship he's a premiership manager and obviously now he's he's in the England setup. so uh um, yeah, yeah he was yeah, he, he was great with pressure, yeah
0: yeah yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah uh, no he was good um he showed me a lot and how it was just sort of about winning games of football because the day, the day I signed, I think we were, bot- we were bottom of the table, Northampton. So I knew it was going to be tough. Um, but yeah, managed to get on a real, real good start. Yeah, I think got the five in six, and uh, the free kick you showed was nice because that was sort of ninety-first minute. Fleetwood Town were top of the league; we were bottom of the league, and, uh, and we we won one nil. Um, So that
3: sort of was nice. And and we stayed up that year, which was nice. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I I, I suppose that's the sort of best celebrations out of them all, the 91st, Uh, especially when you're sort of playing playing a Betsy, Yeah. (laughs) Again, I wouldn't know. I'm just sitting here sort of dreaming at the moment. Uh, God, you wouldn't catch me as a striker. But so you had the spell (laughs) at sort of um, Northampton. You was at Dagenham and Redbridge, which we saw as well. Yeah, the same year. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I suppose it must have been nice, really, because you're still you're still playing at near enough the same level as Brentford, really, when you look at it in terms of, you know, you're not in the conference, you're sort of at a level where you can get a bit more game time. Um yeah. And again, there you were scoring goals we saw just previously. But was it a bit of a relief to sort of come back to Brentford and, and know that you'd been getting in them goals and getting that, that game time that you needed, where you felt like you was at a level to sort of start getting them league performances in?
2: Yeah, yeah, well, I... I... I got injured at Northampton and that sort of got caught, uh, cut short so uh the opportunity comes to go to Dagenham and it was uh another League Two club. Um and went there and, and sort of done well there and I've sort of that season I played for played for three clubs um and I'd scored goals for Brentford, Northampton and Dagenham which was uh which was great and uh it sort of give me a sort of sense of belief that I can do it at that sort of level, uh, only sort of being 20-21. And it, um, it put us in good stead, sort of finishing that season. I managed to get into double figures, um, which is always nice. And it was nice to get through it.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, and then obviously, so after those two loan moves, you have to obviously intercept me or just let me know if I sort of missed anything. You went back to Brentford. Yeah. um and then you got your first uh, league appearance in 18 months for Brentford after those league, uh, f- Coincidentally, you probably remember who it was against, but from the what, Leavenage, from what, yeah, I, it was actually, yeah.
2: It was actually before, it was before my loan moves. Um, ah, okay. Yeah. Stevenage appearance. Um, yeah. sort of, I played, I played in the JPT, which I scored in, I remember playing in the Capital One Cup and then I made, I made that league appearance away at Stevenage um, and then that. I sort of went out on loan a week or two after that. So, so that sort of got, that, I think that's what I needed. I played that league, that game, and, uh, it was sort of tough, uh, especially Stevenage yeah. away back then. There were always the tourists being quite, a, quite a physical side. So it was, it was nice to, uh, to play. Um, and that team that year, Brentford, that's the team got, the year we got promoted. Um, which was I couldn't. I could only one league appearance. So I can't can't claim really anything. Only your sub appearance, but it was nice to be a part of it.
3: Yeah, definitely. I bet. Um, so you were there for quite some time. Uh, we, I, know, I know there's obviously quite a lot to discuss. So we'll move on to the the, the, the summer, where um, after the Stevenage. So obviously, from what I've read and from what I remember back then. Because uh, myself and i 'm sure a lot of Marriott's boys were uh, following your sort of career yeah. and where you were headed or where you were you were actually offered a new contract but you you, yeah. you decided to sort of move on um i don't want to sort of bring up yeah. any sore wounds but what 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 made you make that decision was it based on the fact that you felt like there was more game time out there that you could that you could get or was it just that sort of time to reach um reach more and reach more yeah, levels
2: I, I, I was offered I was offered a, a one year deal um, to stay, and but I was told you'd be straight out and line straight away from from almost minute one. So um, it was I was tempted obviously because they are now a championship club. Um, mm-hmm. And looking back on it, it might have probably been the smartest thing to do. Um, but but no, uh, Peter Taylor was the manager of Jigginham at the time, and. They come in, um, and I spoke to him. And obviously, he was the England manager. It was, it was a uh, sort of a, a big name, and yeah, that opportunity come to sign there, and they're a League One side. Um, and I thought, yeah, this I could give it a real good crack, being in a, being settled in a, in a League One squad. Um, so yeah, I made the move to Jurgen, and uh, that's when it sort of. Properly starts
3: sort of week in week out in in that environment. Yeah, I bet. um I mean, the f- the fact that that came in for you as well that sort of like you you said you'd had your injury, you'd only had a uh, several amount of games for Brentford. The fact that, that there was that sort of interest, they signed you on for two years, if I remember correctly, as well, must have been a bit of um, yeah. relief because you know not many not many uh, players. It's sometimes you sat there triggering your thumbs. You know, we've seen it with like. Jack Wilshere an unbelievable talent uh free agent for quite some time yeah and there you are you're getting the move for for two what was the highlight of uh that time at Gillingham um obviously you're a striker as well so I guess there's probably more competition in that position than there is any other on the pitch because a lot of teams these yeah, days yeah, get you for yeah. four five one four four two uh well yeah what was the, what yeah. was the highlight of that of that time in your uh career at it Gillingham was-
2: it was, it was a tough start, I think, because we, we didn't do the, we didn't do so well. Um, my highlight is probably the goal you showed away at Sheffield United. Um, Brilliant. obviously Bramble Lane is a massive stadium. There's thousands of people there. And it was sort of, uh, it was our only shot of the game, I think, which is, uh, not surprising because there was such a big team at, the, at that time. Um, I know, yeah, the first year was sort of, sort of real hit and miss, but then obviously, uh, Peter Taylor moved on and Justin Edinburgh took over um, and he got us playing well and that's when our second year our second year there sort of kicked on and we we had a really good season that year we were we were top of Christmas we were doing really well um, and it sort of we looked like we, we could go up sort of almost automatically um, we were beating teams sort of regularly and then we just sort of of hit flip and just sort of all fell apart and we didn't even make the playoffs in the end which was which was criminal looking back at it. Um but no yeah that second year with Edinburgh it was uh it was a good year and it was just it was just a shame we couldn't we couldn't carry on and, and get promoted.
3: Definitely. Yeah I suppose those times are hard to be honest. Um I know we'll touch on it shortly but that sort of playoff thing, I know that wasn't the the first of the time you've been in that position. Um so you had your time at Gillingham um for two years and then i i am hoping i get it right here because it's, it's a lot to sort of go on. yeah you you moved to you moved to swindon um yes which was i i, I remember this because i know you we're going to go on to it this was quite one of those times where you moved to a club um, and then if i remember that you if i remember correctly the first year you were there they were relegated, I think. Yeah, we got
2: relegated. Well, yeah, my it was another my first year there was, was tough because I found I thought we had a real good manager. Um you know Luke Williams is a fantastic coach. Um, and we played like we played good football. Um he wanted to do it right, pass it a lot. Um and we should have never gone down that year. Um, a lot of things what happened and Sort of me personally in and out of the team, in and out of the team. Um, and yeah, it was a real, real bad year because it's got a great fan base. It has massive following and to mm. see him go down. was, was tough. Um, but uh, it was not until, yeah, my pitch was come up my second year. We had, uh, David Whitcroft come in as manager and had, uh, I had a, I had a real good season that year considering, considering the injuries that I had. Well, the injury I had to play with week in week out. It was a it was a real good season for me personally, um, and it sort of sort of uh, got my move almost to Colchester so that that year I had there. Yeah, I, I
3: think I think you were their top scorer. Um,
2: yeah, I think I, I, mean, I think I finished with about fourteen, fifteen.
3: Yeah, yeah, I it was, yeah, I mean
2: That year, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. I dislocated my shoulder the first game of the season. It was the one of the goals you showed, the header. Um, oh yeah. I played. I played the entire season with a with a shoulder which popped out. Um, I had I had five in the end, five dislocations in that year, and it was just getting too much, yeah. too much, too much. So I I pulled the plug and I ended up having surgery for the second time in my career, which was which was tough. Um. Because my contract was up but I had a I had an option. Um and it was sort of Swindon were weren't too sure if, if I was gonna be any good after the surgery, so but luckily they, they took the option up. Um but I ended up I ended up leaving there anyway, even though they they they'd offered us a new deal and that's when I've moved.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, um you were how long was you at Swindon? Three years was it? Is that
2: uh, correct? two years I yeah, two years I was there, Um then the third year I, I signed for I signed for Colchester right in the right in the towards the end
3: of pre-season. Mm, I mean, again, although it's a bit of a it's a bit of a sore wound because you had to leave a club that you'd been at for some time. You'd just been their top scorer, like you said. Um, obviously, but the fact you'd been through the injuries, uh, obviously you dislocated your shoulder, and like you said. Ugh. It's it's not one that's sort of easy to come back from, and a team like Colchester come knocking on the door when you just signed a new contract. I suppose that was a bit of a relief again because you you still got that sort of interest Um, being being a striker. Yeah, I was
2: actually I was actually on holiday with uh, with my missus, and uh, I sort of rolled over to her and said, "Oh, there's some interest there." But we was back in training in like the next sort of four or five days, so I said, "I'm not sure what's going to happen with it." Um, and then my agent called and was sort of like, would you be interested in it? And I said, yeah, of course. Like if there's an offer there, we would of course listen to it. And it ended up being, uh, I had a year left at Swindon and I ended up getting offered a, a three-year deal at Colchester, Um yes. which at the time I couldn't say no to. Um, and yeah, it sort of went from three days behind going back into Swindon. I was uh Going the opposite way, um, that's just how quick it goes. Changes in football, so yeah, you yeah. end up up sticks moving again and things like that. And but no, it was a uh, it was nice because I'd be sort of closer to home, and that's when I ended up moving back home. So I sort of moved mm-hmm. back to Stevenage. I you know, used to commute in every day to Colchester.
3: Yeah, I mean Swindon. Oh, I can't imagine what that was like. Sort of getting back and forth. But I, I know, I know that in terms of like positions, I know what I prefer. Uh, Colchester that yeah. first season, obviously you were the number nine. I mean that alone. I know to me being the number nine must have been a bit pretty overwhelming. Um, you know you're going to sort of be in that regular position, and you'd sort yeah. of bought off that injury, and now you're you're back in where you want to be, back in the limelight. First season you missed the, the playoffs by a single point. I mean, did it feel like yeah. a bit of? Uh, did it feel like a bit of? I suppose it's going back to old. Bad memories, really, isn't it? Because you've been this through before. Previously,
2: it was. It was. We were. We were in the playoffs. We played Lincoln away, and we were in the playoffs. And in the 90th minute, I think uh, Newport were playing away to Morecambe, and Newport scored a a late goal. So we uh, we went from being in the playoffs with two minutes to go to being a point outside, um, which was devastating. because we were so close and then all that work and you sort of, oh, that's it, you get nothing for it. Um, but no, it was it was tough to take, really, because that year, our first year at Colchester, we had a real, real good squad and we, mm-hmm. we should have done a lot better.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, the second season, which is, I can't wait to talk about this one, to be honest, because yeah. I, I know some of the stuff that went on. Um, yeah. But obviously, I mean, I suppose it sort of paid off because you got to that position, you were unlucky, you should have got there. But the second season, they had a bit of a hell of, hell of a run, didn't they? Um, I mean, not just in yeah. the league either.
2: Yeah, we had a we had a great cup run. Um, obviously, you guys being, I'm an Arsenal <laughs> fan as well. So I know you two are and it sort of, started, I think, I'll go back to the start. I think we actually played Swindon at home in the first round. Um, yeah, I was just about to
3: say that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, and we, I think we, we done really well. I think we won 3-0 in the end. Might have be been 3-0 or 3-1. I can't remember the score, but we were, Swindon were top at the time, I think, and, uh, we done really well. Um, beat them. And then obviously the second round, we got a great draw. We got Crystal Palace away. Um, which is sort of think great premiership round. Um, and it was really nice. And we went there and we, we actually, I think the first half at Palace is one of our best performances I've, I've been involved in. And we had more of the ball. We had more attacking and we were up against the Premiership side, which had near enough their full squad playing, which was, which was nice. Um, and then we sort of hung on a bit toward the end against, um, against them attacking and we ended up taking it to, to penalties. And yeah, and it was just a great night. Um, Beating them on penalties—it's always sort of uh, good for a League Two side to go away. beat them on pens, um, and then obviously the next round's uh, probably one of the big ones. Uh, playing Spurs at home—I um, was actually quite annoyed because I, I, I didn't start the game when I thought I would. So I was playing well at the time, and the manager changed it. So I was—I uh, was actually really, really, really fucked off. Um, <laughs> but obviously, uh, obviously I come on, and that that ended up going to penalties, and then, and then yeah, that was another great night. Can't can't believe that feeling in uh, scoring penalties, but especially against Spurs and and knocking them out, sort of <laughs> yeah. having a pitch invasion and all of that. It's fantastic. So uh, yeah, that's a memory I'll live long. Um, Definitely. Trying to think. Yeah, then we had Crawley away.
3: Yeah, and, uh, I mean. Another, Who would have thought that? Who would have thought? Games I know we played
2: Palace. We there. had Palace Pal- so first, sorry. and then we got we got Crawley away. So, uh, <laughs> but we knew it was a chance to chance to sort of maybe get get through. And then obviously we see uh, we done really well that night. Uh, I scored that night. Um, I think we won three one in the end. And we knew we had a real good chance of the big team. Um, there was a lot of teams left in it. And then obviously, I am an Arsenal fan, but but Man United away. It's probably the probably the biggest ground in the country you can play at, um, apart Definitely. from I'd say Wembley. So uh, that was a night which which all sort of always live in my memory. About sixty thousand people there. So uh, shame <sighs> you we get nervous. We, a we lot. Drew, we were, yeah, it it was mad. It was walking out sort of before the game. The stadium's empty. And you mm. sort of think, oh, this is unreal." And when you when you go in and come back out for the warm up, and then all of a sudden it's half full, you think, "Oh wow!" And then you go back in again. You come out at kickoff, and it's it's sort of like I think there's about 50, 58,000 there. I can't remember what it was. And then like just sort of looking around, like fucking hell! Imagine doing this every week. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was. We actually, I don't think I left the half much. Um, we we just defended, defended, defended. But it was it was nice for them because they. They played there a real, real strong squad. Like you had Rashford mm. Martial, both playing, Maguire played. Um obviously there you see Matt played. They had they had a real strong squad out which was nice because I think they'd seen we'd we'd won a few games against the Premiership side, so I kinda like to think that they thought, Hold oh, up, we better we better do the job here But obviously uh we hung on half time as nil nil but Rashford scored a, a, an amazing goal, and, and that was it. Really, once uh, I mean, It finished three 0 in the end, but, but no, tonight a night I'll never forget. And it was nice having sort of a lot of friends and family there, which was great.
3: Yeah, I mean, well, um,
2: what, what shirt did you get, Luke? <laughs> I've actually <laughs> got uh, I've got Rashford, uh, and I've got uh, Ashley Young's. Yeah, I was, share, I was about and, to um, say.
3: Because I know um I know obviously you and Ashley are a family now technically um so I imagine it was a bit of a like sort of catch up but what was it what what was it like playing in like next to the sort of I mean you said rashford like you're you're up against England's finest players at the moment Harry Maguire I know featured in that game yeah. as well um obviously Luke Shaw who's probably one of their best players this season by a mile. What was it like yeah. running up against them defenders? And I think you were the only striker that played as well. I'm pretty sure you sort of, um, rightly so, parked the bus that night. What was it yeah, like being up did. against that defence?
2: Uh, tough. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, you can see, like, obviously, obviously, like, you guys do do a lot of the analysis on games and that, and uh, mm. it's playing playing football. You sort of. We have almost a different perspective on it because I know I'm an Arsenal fan and I, I watch the Arsenal games. And I, I can stand there and, and think, what the hell is he doing? What's he doing? But like, I remember Pereira played for Man United and at the time he was getting a lot of stick from left, right and centre. Like, mm. He's awful. He shouldn't be this. A Man United play a lot. But that night he was unbelievable. And I almost walked in thinking, I'm never saying a bad word again about anyone like at that <laughs> high level. Because they're, they're there for a reason. It's not like they're, they don't deserve to be there. Um, when you actually play up against them um, and you can see the difference, it's, it's frightening. Um, and ever since that game, like before, I would have even said something about Pereira thinking, oh, he's not don't think he's any good but you could not touch him he like he was unbelievable matter was unbelievable um Matic was another one i tried to uh i tried to barge him and he didn't move he was like in a brick wall um and I, i'm not the smallest um yeah yeah like hitting him yeah. and it yeah. was just like he sort of like smirked at me as well like to think what you're doing um which which is great but yeah that level's uh it's on another planet, there, sort of, the speed and everything. Um, but it's, it, it was great to be a part of it and it was a great cup run.
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, obviously that, unfortunately that game didn't go, but if you're going to go out, you go out to Man United. That's the that's all I yeah. say. Yeah, it's, we, it's
2: had, we had a great run. That's, that's all you sort of want at a League 2 level, if you can get a cup game. Um, I've played, I think we had Newcastle at home once when I was at Gillingham, which was nice. Um like sort of the Parish Paris Spurs and United all been one season. It, it it doesn't happen often, and to beat two two Premiership sides, but like then to come up against Man United, it was it was great. And yeah, there's a way to go out. That, that's a way to do it.
3: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, you were you were in that in that season? Obviously, you, your uh, your league run actually wasn't so bad as well. You managed to get to the playoffs. Um, I yeah. think it was. I remember watching the playoffs that that year. Actually, I think it was unfortunately Exeter. That um yeah. won and then lost to. I mean, uh, that must have been a bit of relief. Even if you did go out, at least you managed to. Because obviously, the the season beforehand, you went out at quite a harsh, harsh way. I bet it was a sort of, yeah. of relief to get to Wembley in the end.
2: Yeah, it was a bit different, like the way um the way it was because obviously COVID came in. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. We played. We were out of the playoffs, and we played Carlisle away. Um, we won three nil. Um, and that put us in the playoffs. And then obviously the next game, I think we had Mansfield and we're training on Friday. And then obviously uh, I think the chairman comes to the training ground and uh, the chat and out of nowhere it was stopped. Everything stops. Um, so we go from sort of training every day, um, playing every week to, to absolutely nothing. And obviously everyone was the same. We just had that. Lockdown through it and it was everything just stopped, and uh, it was it was mad. We were thinking, what's going on with the season? What's happening? Um, but obviously, there were there's more important things to think about and football footballs just football. Um, but luckily for us, the way they decided it on the sort of the points average, and because we started so well, sort of early on in the season, we uh, we managed to stay in the playoffs, um, which was great, and then. That was a that was a weird thing coming back to the playoffs with no fans. We had mm. I think we had eighteen days. We'd been off for I can't remember what it was, about three months we were off for at home. And then we had about eighteen days to, to to prepare for these two games. Um and it went well at the start. We won one 0 at home. And then obviously away we were sort of uh, we were behind. Um sort of early on, but we had a chance, sorta of in the ninetieth minute we had uh one of the young lads went through one and one. And uh if yeah obviously if he scores we go to Wembley, it wasn't to be and in extra time they had their chance and they scored. So it was uh it was nice to be a part of um but Exeter got hammered in the final so uh I think, I think if we got to the final, it was against Northampton. We'd already beaten them in the season. So oh, that would have been.
3: I imagine that for yeah, you though. Oh.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'd already scored against them earlier on in the season, so uh, <laughs> that would have been nice, not nice to play them. But it just, it just wasn't to be, and uh, unfortunately, Colchester on the on the complete opposite this year, which is which isn't good.
3: Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, obviously, yeah, see. So I mean, come to the, how I would say, how did you find it get, uh, keeping fit whilst you were obviously in that break? But I know you yep. cycle like there's no tomorrow. Um, I mean, from, <laughs> what I've, from some of the things <laughs> I've crazy. seen, I feel like you've cycled the whole of Britain. But what what was uh, it like? Did, yeah. did you find it tough without the football? Obviously, you're, you're so used to that routine in the morning. I just want to quickly ask, because, I mean, you're the only person I'll ever probably speak to that's sort of been through that, not having that football for... So like you say quite some time and then having to get back into rhythm because obviously cycling keeps yeah. you fit but i imagine it's not the same feeling you know putting them feet out onto the um, field
2: yeah we sort of everyone gets given a sort of a program to follow but it's it's totally different playing touching the ball every day playing training every day and going from that to nothing um you end up sort of your arms sort of twiddling your thumbs almost but um yeah, lucky I've got interest outside of football, um, but yeah, it was a lot, a lot of cycling, um, a lot of running, a lot of training on my own. Um, I'm lucky where I live; I literally live there, not too far from like the fields and all of that, so I can do sort of can go there and do my own thing. But it's it's nothing like training. Um, you couldn't even go fishing nice either. <laughs> no, that got stopped, and that's that's another <laughs> thing. Those are things got stopped, and it was. Well, I've got all the, I've got so many different hobbies, like golf, got stopped and everything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but no, it was. It was tough. It was, um, but it was nice because a lot of people. It give people a long time for their bodies to recover, which we don't normally get. You might get six, eight weeks at the end of the season maximum as your time off, and then it all starts again. Um, so it done a lot of people good. Um, Help the body, but then we ended up I'm doing cycling every day, running every day, so it's not really a break anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. But no, it was nice to go back, but obviously it was weird. We had to, first few days of training, we weren't allowed anywhere, we weren't allowed near people, so you had to just turn up, go on the training ground, and there'll be five of you on, a, on one pitch, so you've got an entire pitch five of you, and you'll just run up and down and do things on your own, and it was really strange, and then obviously all the testing started. And when was all uh, negative, we could come together. And but yeah, it was it's crazy. But like I say, with everything, who would have thought we'd be wandering around in masks continuously? It's just yeah, yeah. I it's mean, just, it's I mean, just mad. It's just affected everything.
3: I thought it was going to be just two weeks. I mean, most people thought so that. So did it everyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everyone. here yeah. we are, a year later. We can't go to games. Oh, no, it's it's um, crazy. What? I mean, it's it's affected. It's definitely affected everyone, to be honest. But yeah, for footballers, I can't even imagine playing and not going near someone. Uh, like you're there to do a job at the end of the day, and you're basically being asked to do it so differently. It's beyond belief. Yeah. Um. So, so we'll move on yeah. to, to to the hometown. Um. Obviously, right. you was at yeah. Colchester. Uh, and in, into the next season, you were there for quite a bit into this season, from what I remember, and then in January. Yeah um you were called up on to to come back home how did that how how did that all happen because i if i if i remember correctly i don't want to get sort of done over here by by alex yeah. weather or anything but they were interested <laughs> in you before um from what i remember so i think so uh, yeah. how did that how did that sort of come across like coming uh, coming back home
2: um well i've nearly if well, i've nearly signed for Stevens a couple of times um over the years um And for one reason or not, it's just never sort of happened. Um, I was getting a bit frustrated at Colchester, um, because I hadn't played as much as I want, but I'd, I'd sort of, I'd scored more goals than I'd started games. Um, and it was sort of getting a bit, bit frustrating. Um, I knew, I knew the manager, the Reds, well in football, um, just from playing against him and, sort of having a mutual respect for each other Um, and he got in contact and I thought it was a great time Um, I was sort of getting frustrated at Colchester with everything going on Um, but then obviously the the interest comes, Colchester don't want me to leave Um, but then it was sort of it was really nice for, uh, for Colchester actually the chairman to let me go because the manager didn't want to um, How does that come about, Liz? Do oh, you, yeah. like so you just go to them and say you want to go, or hmm. what? Like no, yeah, that you, you, you get a phone call from from my agent, and he sort of said, like, "Would you be interested in it?" And I hmm. thought, I thought, yeah, I thought I've got six months left on my contract. Um, I've got a chance to go go and help see Nidge an and it, it, I think it was a risk because they were, I think, the second or third bottom the day I joined. Um and I wanted to help out and I knew I was gonna play um regularly and I knew some of the lads and it was it was a decision which was I didn't really need too long to think about it. Um yeah. And looking at it now I'm 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 really glad I have. It was a sort of a slow start for me there, but it sort of sort of kicked on now and we're when the table almost looking if we if we can get a little run together we might even hit the playoffs it should be it should be crazy um considering where we were and the, the year they had the the year before so uh so now it's it's sort of turned around. It's nice to be a part of it
3: definitely um i mean it's probably, i mean like you said as well like you we were touching on beforehand where it was a bit of travel, at least for this. You know, it's pr- uh, it's pretty much on your doorstep. Yeah. Uh, I know, I know. Yeah, I've seen I'll some, ride my bike in. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen some sort of Stevenage interviews where they've discussed that with you before you joined. um, I mean, their season's gone pretty much like Arsenal's. I'm going to get slandered for for comparing them, but Arsenal yeah. and Stevenage were both seen as a relegation team beginning of the season. But now look at Stevenage. I think you're only six, seven points off a sort of fifth yeah, sixth position.
2: I think we're- yeah, we're 12. I think we're 12 or 13. I think it's 12 unbeaten now. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, before I joined, we, ha- we hadn't won the cup and won away for for God knows how long. Um, it was a tough the year before because technically they were relegated and mm.
1: sort of luckily yeah.
2: everything happened obviously with Macclesfield and finances and everything like that. So they got got another chance at, at, at League Two and. They sort of, sort of struggled the first half. Um, but I think they made, like they say, brought, brought me, Chris Lyons in. Um, and we sort of played most games. And obviously the teams like Tom Pet come in. Um, so it's sort of a, almost not a totally different side, but there's, a, there's just a few additions, which has helped along the way. And yeah, they've been on a terrific run. Um, 12 unbeaten. Um, there is a chance of playoffs if we we've got six games left if we if we can go on a run we could win all six and you mm. never know we, we might even sneak in there um which will be a fantastic achievement considering considering where we were yeah I definitely. think I think the form the form table for the last sort of since January I think we're in the playoffs sort of so uh so yeah I'd be like to the season to have started when I joined because we'd uh we'd be looking nice nice in the playoffs at the moment but maybe uh maybe we can make it towards
3: the end who knows nice what can happen yeah 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 you, you've started hitting that goal scoring run as well obviously like that's sort of what you want to get uh, get i mean six games to be honest it can happen or it's just relying on other teams as well though that's probably the main thing so you've got Salford away at the weekend um yeah. want. I, w- I want to ask you some like behind the dressing room questions now you don't have to answer. don't have to answer them because I know you uh, I know you've played for a few teams, so you know it, yeah. it's probably. It's, uh, so, firstly, I'm going to ask your favourite manager to play for and why.
2: Favourite manager I've played for? Oh, um, my. Say, Boo really for <laughs> No, I had a really good relationship with my with my youth team manager, um, Darren Saw, who's at Fizzy at, at the moment. Um, he was he Steven, didn't he? he he was, and yeah. I very nearly signed with him, um, oh. and that was one of the main reasons because he was there. Um, because he he got me into the professional game, he gave me that chance, and uh, he was he was tough, but he he was really good. Um, I really liked him as a youth team manager. Um, so yeah, favourite managers. At, yeah, I'll settle with that one because it keeps me out of trouble. Because uh, the a youth team manager.
3: That is a very good answer to me. I'll probably do the yeah. same thing. Um, yeah, <laughs> you might, you know, you might end up on the bench at the weekend or something. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> um,
2: be-
3: best player in the dressing room. Who's been your favourite player to play with?
1: Oh, that's got to be a tough player. one. You've
3: played with quite a lot of people, to be fair. Just looking back at what we've discussed, that's probably a. I mean, you are timed an eleven by quite a few, quite a few numbers, but.
2: Yeah, um, I, oh, it is a tough one. I think, um, going back, uh, Bradley Dack was good at Gillenham. He was, he was very good. Um, and obviously where he is now shows, mm. um, I had a little time, sort of, I wasn't playing, but Clinton Morrison come to, to Brentford. Um, and he was a very good forward. Uh, you sort of learnt a lot watching him daily. Which is nice. Um, but, yeah, there's a few sort of sort of he's played, and for me, well, really sure, I've really enjoyed playing with Tom Pett as well at the moment this Stevenage. Um, yeah, I've, he's, he's a he, class lad, to he, be
3: fair. I've I've met him down the rocket and in Hartford a couple of times. Yeah, <laughs> he's,
2: he's, he's, he's he's I've known he's, cause he, he, I've known him for a long time because he was mm-hmm. on the same uh, college scheme as me. So I've known. him. World. Yeah, so I've known him for, for bloody what, about twelve years now. So uh, now I'm playing with him. Um, he's been enjoy He's he's playing well lately. Uh, he's been good. But if I had to choose, I think I think probably Bradley Dax will be probably one of the
3: best. Yeah, that's that's a good shout. To be fair, um, I'm going to ask you for your highlight of your career. I think I might know one of the answers, but I don't. I do know. That's just going from the fact I know you're a gooner. Yeah, um,
2: highlight. Highlight will always be that's a bit, bit cliche, but being able to, to to be a pro for so long,
3: yeah, um, yeah, of course, yeah, being
2: in the game. But but a personal highlight, yeah, is, is is the cup run we had and beating, obviously beating Spurs, is massive. And obviously playing playing at Old Trafford, um, yeah, I think that's there too. Yeah, that they'll always be in my sort of memory. I think when I when I retire eventually and I don't think you'll ever forget, forget moments like that
3: Definitely um, and like you say I mean you've had 10 years in the game we touched on it previously not many players get that I think it's incredible mm. um, but it's it's been a pleasure um, I'm. Oh, I'm going to be rooting for. Me. I'm. Yeah, I'm going to be rooting for you and Stevenage. Hopefully, I'll get to the Lamex and watch
2: them, but I can't see it now. Bloody hell! Yeah. Nah, <laughs> nah, yeah. That's um, what I mean. I finally moved back home, and none of my family can come and watch. They travelled all their lives to watch me, and and now I'm on the doorstep, and no one can even bloody come. Uh, yeah, I've, mad, I've noticed.
3: So, uh, I've noticed as well. Um, little, I remember him from like back in school days. That you're in the youth team, you've got some family uh, up and coming in the Stevenage youth team as well. So I you never, have, yeah. never know. You might be a little, uh, it might be a Norris sort of following you when you do retire. Um, yeah, that'll be
2: great. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's in the Stevenage youth team, and hopefully, uh, if if i um, if things happen and he can, he can almost break into the team. I think that would be, that would be something cautious um, being able to play, say, with my brother and things like that, but that's a long way off yet, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you never know, it'd be it will be uh, it'll be pretty cool though, and it'd be it'd be a proud family moment, I know that
3: definitely. Um, obviously, obviously I want to wish you and your missus all the best as well. I know you're ex- you're expecting a little, and good luck, mate. Uh, um, oh,
2: yeah, I know you've got, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah,
3: that's of... all I'm gonna say to you, to be honest. Sleep <laughs> good now, luck, no.
2: sleep now Yeah. But
3: it's been a pleasure, honestly, as and oh, thank many you. thanks for coming on. Wish you all the best on the weekend against Salford, and I'll be following and keeping an eye out. Take care and best sure. of luck for the rest of the season. What a bloke! Um, I mean, I just found it all a bit overwhelming to be honest. I don't know how you felt. Obviously, I've known him personally back in the school days, but. I just can't believe how much he's gone through. There's a lot to take in, right?
0: Definitely. Um it's nice to see like a different side of like a footballer. Because let's not let's let's not beat around the bush. He's a professional footballer. Mm-hmm. So that's his you know, to see um him take his time out and stuff like that, I can only echo the thoughts of what you just said. Like, what an absolute gentleman of a bloke. So thank yeah. him again for that.
3: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, big thanks to Luke. Um, there's obviously been some Champions League football uh, since we were last on, so we'll touch on the Dortmund City game first. Some controversy again, our favorite, our favorite subject. Well, I mean, what did you make of the game overall? Obviously, the, there is a main highlight that we need to discuss. Uh, I know we did a sort of poll on the on the socials. A lot of people had the same opinion uh, that the right decision was made. I saw on Twitter, there was actually some, quite a lot of people uh, responding to the BT Sport account that they believed it was the correct decision. And I thought, no, no. You know, like, what are you watching? What are you discussing? Uh, the fact it happened to Bellingham as well, one of England's best talents. um, And he will be one of the best in the in the world, to be honest, at some stage. He's so young still. I was just gutted for him. Um yeah, what, you, what did you make of it? I thought... Um
0: played quite well as well don't get me wrong I know the city scoreline will show the 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 actual what do you want to say the end result of the game will show that city won and it probably sounds quite comfortable but Halland Halland played quite well Um, yeah yeah he I thought he he done quite well considering they they really they 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 kind of played him as alone do you know what I mean so like he um he done well you can see why there's a lot of players uh, a lot of clubs sorry after him I think that Bellingham decision is an absolute fucking joke let's get that in um yep. how anyone can say there's contact made there and, and the fact is that they don't even go and say like we said oh we're gonna get into the topic again and i'm not gonna start it up because i'm getting fucking annoyed with it but the fact is that no one's gone hold on mate you've made an error there go have a look at yeah. it and Who doesn't it's just it's just, it's just it's, it's a joke but again Tough you know fun. not a bad, bad result not a bad result for both teams there i think
3: yeah, I mean Dortmund could have done with the two away goals. That would have put them in a really good position to be fair. But, you know, the show goes on. Uh these decisions are made. It's happened to quite a lot of teams unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um but City City will take that. I think I think they'll still get through to be honest. Um I'm going to say it's, I'm seeing City still still make it. But if Dortmund score first in the next in the next leg, I think it's, you know, it's going to make things quite interesting. Uh, a good performance all round to be fair de bruyne had a good game he's obviously just signed a new contract um foden as well was phenomenal i, I just that guy just keep i keep praising him uh, he's just proven everyone right everyone that can see what he's about yeah. we'll we'll go next to real madrid and liverpool um i was quite surprised about this result what did you think
0: Yeah, um, I don't think Liverpool gave a great account for themselves. Um, I know that you were in the stream as well. We checked on the uh, rivalry of side guys. We watched their live stream. And um, probably just going to echo their thoughts, really, how disappointed they are with that Mm. performance. I don't think Liverpool got started. I don't think Madrid were that good. I think they let them play. I mean, let's be real. The one thing you don't do, and everybody knows of what, whoever the teams that, that come up against Real Madrid, is you don't give... Uh, tony cruz that amount of space because he can ping a ball left right and center even at the ages he showed his quality yeah
3: yeah uh some people have been referring granite jacker to tony cruz i don't understand where that's come from <laughs> but I, i'm not i love jacker i'm the first one of the first people to to back him you know this i'm always speaking yeah. highly of him and i've always said that he's somehow underrated by a lot of our fan base but that comparison to me is just baffling. Um, I don't understand it. But yeah, bad result for Liverpool. I, I'm worried about them now. I think um, I think the three goals have definitely put them in a tight position. I think had it been 2-1, I'd have said Liverpool can go the other way. But all Real Madrid have got to do is score. They've, that's, all, that's, that's all they've it. got to do. Um, and I think that's game over. I can't see Liverpool putting three past Real Madrid, if I'm honest. Uh it's asking for a lot and with the fact is if they go and do that they're going to expose themselves the other way and yeah. i mean vinces jr was class on tuesday night so yeah, if, yeah. if they let that if they let that sort of player come in on a counter-attack when they're exposed when they're trying to score a goal the other end it's game over um mm-hmm. but yeah I, I hope i hope they do because you know i think Klopp's had it hard this season. I like Klopp as a manager, to be fair. I know Arsenal fans say this, this and that, ha-ha, Liverpool. But the fact that they've gone on a run now on a good form, I think it would just be a bit of hard luck uh, to go out. I mean, um, they weren't great on Tuesday, let's admit. But if they put up the good performance, fair enough. uh, You know, they they go 2-0 up. They're in a good position, really. They've got the away goal. But to keep a clean sheet against Real Madrid is asking for a lot. Um, A lot of people's... A lot of people saying they want Real Madrid to win the uh, the CL so that Zidane stays and Odegaard comes to us, uh, which I find a bit of a bizarre like. Put Have you together. always notice with Arsenal, fans, there's always a method, isn't there? There's always a yeah, reason I
0: know. why we want something. It's, right. we, it's never right. down to us being good. We just need other yeah. teams to do something for us.
3: Yeah. You shouldn't. Don't come to us because you want to. Come to us because you don't want to go there. <laughs> exactly. That's the team we've got to uh, become. But um yeah. So obviously yesterday's games. Chelsea. We knew they had the easier game. To be honest. Um, yeah. We've touched on this previously on the pod. How it sort of worked out well for them. They got the job done in the first leg. Two nil away. Brilliant result. Uh, great goal for Mason Mount. Another one for the England team this summer. He's flying, isn't he? I, I, yeah, I feel sorry a bit for for Porto because um, they've come hard, far, they've done well, but you know at the end of the day, if you're not going to even score a goal in your first in the first leg in your own in your own doorstep, then you know it's it is what it is. You're not going to get any further really. Um, moving on though, because I think that's that's a result we expected really. I expected yeah. Chelsea to get the job done in both legs easy. Uh, Bayern Munich, PSG. What an entertaining game! A game you'd expect to be to sort of have as the Champions League final, if anything. I think the fact that the two teams come up against each other so early is a bit of a disappointment in my eyes, because it would have been nice to see. Like a, um, I mean, it's going to happen, obviously. Uh, you know, City have got to play one or the other next round, or or if if Dortmund get a comeback, then it, we could be seeing a buy in Dortmund. Who knows? PSG got a good result there, right?
0: PSG, again, just doing what PSG have been doing this year. And you know what? The last couple of seasons, you can see them now taking that step in that European competition. You know, you like to view your Mbappe's, again, you know, it's that debate, Haaland and Mbappe, all that, lot. Like, who's the better player at the moment, all this and that. It, just just admire him Giza. Giza's class, man. And, and, yeah. You know, I, I love the shit You know the old... Yeah, I yeah.
3: love it, man. I love it. Um. Uh, yeah, I have to agree, especially with that on the Haaland and Mbappe topic um i mean there's no point in putting them together to be fair because they are different players let's be honest then yeah okay they can both play up top other than that do they play the same way no um and Bappe can play out wide i think allen's a out and out striker brilliant at it as well this is what i love about it it's brilliant um it'll be interesting if we do see him in a premier league shirt next season especially man city because i know i know um Pep has sort of said that he's not going to sign a striker, but you never know these days. Managers can do whatever they want. Uh, it's not over to the fat lady sings. So, we'll, you know, we'll see. But I can't see Dortmund wanting to let go of him. It's all it's now or never. They need they need this for Champions League because at the moment, they don't look like they're getting it in their league position. So they, yeah. they sort of need to go for this. They're still in it, Dortmund as well, um, going back to that. But PSG should, I mean, 3-2 tricky one because you've got two away goals but by munich have got all the qualities to go and sort of win that second leg um they're only a goal down but two away goals is brilliant result at, at stadiums like Bayern as well specifically um what an interesting game yeah it's just a bit of a shame to be honest because that's the sort of result you expect in the champions league final we'll probably see that in the quarters and then we'll go see a one nil uh, <laughs> later on in the competition but yeah outstanding brilliant um I think I'm still. I'm going to go for a Man City PSG final now. I think my my okay. mind's my mind's changed. I did say an all English, but I can't see Liverpool coming back from that. I just, You're saying that because of that
0: first leg performance, aren't you? But you've got to like people still have to remember. Yeah, I think it's done. Don't get me wrong, but if any teams could do it, it could be Liverpool.
3: Yeah, they've done it before. We've seen what's happened in the Champions League with them before. We saw the four um, three. Massacre uh, uh, <laughs> uh, against against um, Barcelona. So, and I mean, if you can do it against them, you can do it against any team in the world. So, yeah. let's see what happens. But yeah, I'm. Go- I think my mind's changed on that one leg. Sounds harsh, but you know, it's it's quite a, it's quite a hard thing to come from when you win three 0 against one of your rivals in the league, than to go get completely dominated in the Champions League in a game that most fans were expecting them to win, regardless yeah. of if they were away. We'll uh, we'll move on to tonight's game, uh, our beloved Arsenal, of course. What's your predictions? Well, it's I
0: think it's do or die now for
3: Mikel Arteta, really, isn't it? Um, and the
0: fact is that you know we're going to see his capabilities as a manager now, how he really handles the pressure. Because let's be real, this is absolutely all we've got left. We should be mm-hmm. we should be beating a team like that. Let's 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 not fuck about. Um, but you know they've they've they're a good side. They just not touch them didn't they?
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I Leicester mean, as well. To that. be honest, people are forgetting yeah. this. They've they've beaten Premier League teams. Let's not beat around the bush. Um, they're the easier tie than what we could have got. I wouldn't have liked you, real or Man United at this stage. No way. Um, yeah. it seemed like the the writing was on the wall if we would have come to Villarreal with no Louise, uh, no Tierney. Massive blows at the back for me. It's good to have Saka and Smith Rowe back. Don't get me wrong. But I think we're lacking in that centre at the moment. Um, so, Jacka will be a, an important player tonight because whoever he pit I'm guessing it's going to be Gabriel and Holding, um, but whoever he pits in that back too, it's going to be not as good as what we'd have hoped because there's no stability. It's We've barely day, seen right? Holding all season. So, I don't know. I'm going to still go for 3-1, my prediction. 3-1. I don't think we'll keep a clean sheet as much as I'd like to. Um, mm-hmm. But 3-1 should do it for me, personally, because... I mean, we should be able to score two goals on their turf, let's be honest. Up top, we are quite... Now that we've got Smith-Rowe, Saka back especially, we're we're quite versatile up top. We've got a lot of uh, options um, and, I mean, we've seen what Pepe can do in in Europa. Bamiyang seems to have a better run in Europa than what he has in the league. That's definite. I probably wouldn't start him tonight. Uh, I think I'm probably with most fans here, to be honest. I don't think I'd start Bamiyang. He will. Uh, he's obviously captain. You're not going to start the likes of Martinelli against your captain. No way. Um, but I'd like to see th- Martinelli at some point, though, at least. Mm. Yeah, I'd see him wide left for me. People say he should play up top, but it's too risky, Yeah, um, especially with his injuries. I just don't think he's cut it, especially if in a 4-5-1. I, I wouldn't like to see him there. I'd rather him get a bit more of experience up top than putting him in in games like this. Um, but yeah free one for me I think we're going to go uh, which brings us on to our next topic funny enough uh, we're going to be doing a new series sideline talk the arsenal basically we just want to upload as much content as possible um, to the channel so it's just a way for audience to get involved our content's still not going to be biased in any way shape or form but obviously we're arsenal fans we want to talk about the team just as much as you fans as well uh, so if you want to get involved let us know come on and give us your say uh there's also a giveaway still going on on instagram um i mean we've only got 29 people left so we just need that 29 followers so if if you've already entered tell your family to your colleagues to your friends get involved because you might be that person to win that england shirt yours is around the corner so it's the best time to be wearing it really and don't forget to drop a like and subscribe over to you mate
0: yeah, so I think next week we've got the return of 11 with Scotty, I believe. You've we. um, got a couple of things coming. Your video's dropping tomorrow. Um, yeah, that'll be dropping,
3: dropping tomorrow. Uh, yeah, so it'll be You Are My Arsenal is my first guest. Um looking forward to it, to be fair. so a fellow from the United States. Um, he, I'll talk more about it on the programme, obviously. But yeah, he blogs for Arsenal and some of his stuff is just brilliant. Obviously, you know I used to blog before I started doing this. So yeah. it's quite an, an overwhelming read. Um, but yeah, it should be good. <laughs> Um, so it'll just be basically me asking him some questions. The questions may be repeated across the series, but I'll try and keep it as different as possible and get as many fans on as I can, really. Um, so yeah, should be good. Yeah, that's good, and it'll be good, obviously, to have
0: Scotty back, won't
3: it? Yeah, I can't wait. Missed him to be honest. Um, it'll be it's quite nice. quiet. It, it has, it has. Not that it's ever quiet with me on the channel, but <laughs> yeah, it, it should be good to sort of um, to have that back. Yeah. So Eleven will be coming back soon, uh, and we'll be back. For the Sunday roundup this weekend, Um but yeah, I'm back tomorrow. Hope you all have a good weekend and keep safe. The pubs are open next week.
2: We're
1: yeah. Down this rain, right wrist and left wrist, that's rain. She said, "What's going on? Why am I wet?" Galas yeah, rain, Come not we run down this rain? Right wrist and left wrist, that's rain. She said, "What's going on? Why am I wet?" Down this.